Hello, everyone. I am your host, Ruby Frankie. Welcome to another episode of the Connections Podcast, where we help you create joy in your life and relationships. Start your training today at connectionsclassroom.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Connections Coaching, or join our private Facebook group, Moms of Truth with Jody and Ruby. The question that came in today is from a young girl, and she says, Hello, I am a young girl who wants to help others live in truth. Well, good. Good for you. It sounds like you're enjoying what you're hearing and that you love living in truth yourself. And then she continues. She says, what are some ways I can show them, and I don't know them, but just others, what are some ways that I can show others to speak, act, and live in truth? Love you all. Well, thank you for the question. And you are probably not aware that the question you're asking is actually in control. Now, I know how exciting it is to learn something and to um, be excited about it and to bring it home and say, everyone is going to love what I've learned. Um, I brought home a recipe once for Brussels sprouts And I had eaten it for lunch and I was just amazed. I mean, I had never had Brussels sprouts and they turned out so wonderful and salty. And I had it with rice and I thought, everyone around me is going to love this. And I made it and nobody around me loved it. And I thought, how can I get them to love this? And that would be control. There's nothing that you can do that will get someone else to speak in truth or to act in truth, or to live in truth. Here's what you can do. You can embrace truth for yourself. You can embody living, speaking, acting in truth, and then hope that it inspires someone else around you so that they will want to choose for themselves to also speak and act and behave in truth. So the best thing that you can do is to embody truth yourself. So just before I came up here to record this podcast, I took my children outside and we picked the cabbage. I planted these seeds back in April and they grew in the house and then I took them out and put them on the patio to grow in the sun in about June. And now I had all of this cabbage that had grown and I didn't know what to do with it. So I did a quick Google search on how I could use all of this cabbage. And I learned, I didn't know this, but cabbage is what makes up sauerkraut. And so I picked all of the the lettuce leaves, the cabbage leaves, and I brought them in and I had um, quite a huge overflowing bowl of cabbage. And the instructions to make sauerkraut was to clean all the leaves and then add salt and let the salt sit and draw out through the process of osmosis, draw out all of the moisture. And then I could start squeezing the sauerkraut and it would start dripping water. It would sweat. And I thought, oh, how interesting. This is preserving. So the preservative was salt. This is the same thing that you see in beef jerky and ham and pickles. And now you know it 
is also the process for sauerkraut. And after I was done squeezing all of this lettuce, I shoved it into a jar and then you take the drippings and you pour it over the top. That's the pickling juice. And then it sits in a jar for a month. I'll have to let you know if this works. I've never done it before. But the thought was, oh, how interesting, salt. And you're probably thinking, what in the world does pickling cabbage leaves with salt have to do with living in truth? Well, here's, here's how I see it. Salt is a preservative. It's a natural preservative. In fact, it's actually referred to in scriptures as well. In the Bible, in Mark chapter 9, it says salt is good. But if the salt have lost its saltness, where will, wherewith will ye season it? Have salt in yourselves and have peace one with another. So there's the secret. Having peace one with another first starts with me having salt in myself. So I have to preserve me. And to do that, I live principles of truth. To preserve me, I bring truth into me. Just like to preserve the cabbage, I draw out the bacteria using salt and and I pull in truth. I pull in salt. So it's, you know, have you ever um, had a cut or a laceration or some kind of bruise on your body and you were recommended to take a bath in Epsom salt? It's the same process. You, you sit in salt and shrivel in the bathtub as the water, the salt water, pulls all of the infection out. And then it dries up that wound and allows the wound to heal. And it's the same thing with truth. When we apply truth to us, we are drawing out naturally the distortion. Because distortion cannot stay inside of us when there's truth. You cannot have truth and distortion in you at the same time. Now, most of us will vacillate from one side being truth over to the other side being distortion, kind of like a pendulum in a clock. We just go back and forth. And some of us spend more time in distortion than we do in truth. And others spend more time in truth than they do in distortion. Because we are human and because we have not perfected ourselves yet, we will always go into distortion. And the secret is learning, oh, I'm in distortion. It's acknowledging, oh, I have distortion in me. And then saying, okay, I don't want that to stay there. I'm going to apply truth to draw out the distortion. So that's what this young lady can do. She can learn to be a bright light of truth by applying truth and pulling out the distortion. And then others around her will either, one, look at her and say, wow, you're really strange. Wow, you're really weird. They may call you names. I know that... Jody and I have gotten called names for wanting to live in truth. And others who have hearts that have goodness in them and peace in them and a desire for um, brotherly kindness, they'll hear what we're saying and they'll go, oh, oh, truth. Oh, I, I like that. I, I want to have that in my life. I want to have connection. And so... When you live in truth, you are risking people who live in distortion to go, what? And point their fingers in scorn. 
And it's a risk worth taking because everyone, and I don't use the word deserve very often. In fact, if you go through all the videos, you'll probably only hear me say it once. And here's a truthful application of the word deserve. Everyone deserves to hear truth. And this young lady can be part of that by exemplifying truth herself. And those who are curious are going to come and ask her questions. Hey, how is it that you're so happy? Hey, how is it that you're, you're, um, I just watched you go through that very difficult experience and you're on your own two feet. You're really strong. How is it that you're doing that? And let people get curious with you. That's how you can share it. Be an example first and then let others get curious around you. Thank you so much for listening to the Connections podcast today. Share this podcast with your family and friends. And if you have not already subscribed, please subscribe to this podcast. You can find on-demand and live training at connectionsclassroom.com to help you create joy in your life and relationships. You can also find parenting support in our private Facebook group, Moms of Truth with Jody and Ruby. I'm your host, Ruby Frankie, and thanks for listening.